think I finally got to a place where I was vulnerable enough and I knew I needed help. Um, whereas before I was like, I can do it myself. It's, it's not that bad. Um, but just being vulnerable enough with yourself to, um, to know that you, you are not alone and you don't need to do this alone. And there are uh, plenty of people who will help you through it. And I know NC State has the program with a few free therapy sessions. So I would definitely recommend that to people. Hi, everybody. This is Marcy Bullock, and welcome back to season six of Wolfpack Career Chats. In this segment, we are highlighting on-campus services and resources. Why should you use them and how can they benefit you? Enjoy. Welcome Wolfpack fans. We are excited today to talk to Cal Heafy, a current Wolfpack student. Hello, Cal. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) All right. All right. This is going to be fun because you've got two more years left in college and you have done some interesting things while you've been here. Mm -hmm. Will you share with us a little bit about your journey? Yeah, so I just finished my sophomore year and I'm actually studying meteorology. It's a little uncommon, but I've wanted to be a meteorologist since like the second grade. So it's really cool that I'm able to do this now. And I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, but I moved down to uh, like the Cary area 15-ish years ago. So I've been in the area a little while and I've known NC State is a very good school, especially for meteorology. So the fact that I'm here is, looking back is amazing. So I'm glad I can do this. Oh, congratulations. I'm so mm-hmm. proud of you. We met when yes, you were taking, you. Um, yeah, we met when you were mm-hmm. taking the practicing happiness class, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. And that was a fun class. Can you mm-hmm. tell our listeners a little bit about why you took that class um, and what you got out of it? Yeah, so I, um, I mean, I've been struggling with mental health for a while. And especially the past year, I've been talking to a therapist, and my therapist always recommends positive self talk, and um, all of these different mindfulness things. And I saw that this class was offered and I was like, Oh, this is a perfect way to almost force myself to be positive. So I have like a a goal and something real to follow. I really enjoyed having you in class. Mm -hmm. And I know that sometimes people talk about happiness and toxic positivity because Mm -hmm. people are going through difficult things and it's not always easy to think positively. What did you take away from some of the practices you learned in that class? I think one big thing I learned was just confidence. I know that I did learn about happiness and that, but there we had a presentation about halfway, two thirds of the way through the class. And I was very nervous for that. I was up there and I think I was shaking. And then on the last day for our final, we read a letter to somebody who was very important in our life. And I was also shaking there, but just going through the class and it was like a a nice, small, tight group. It allowed me to even just go up there when usually I wouldn't always be able to. Absolutely. We do the Mm -hmm. gratitude night and there's usually not a dry eye in the house (laughs) because everybody's thanking someone that had an impact in their life. And sometimes that feels out of the comfort zone, but you took your deep breath and got up Mm -hmm. there and did it. And I am so glad to hear as you look back on it, Mm -hmm. that gave you more confidence. This class is part of a program called the Honors Program at Mm -hmm. NC State. Why did you get involved in the Honors Program and would you recommend it to others? 
Yeah, so I first applied to the honors program when I was applying to NC State because I thought it was really cool how there was not only a like the set aside part of campus, the honors village there, but there were a lot of uh, really cool honors classes in that. I think it has given me a lot of good things. There have been a lot of benefits from it. I, a lot of the classes I do really enjoy and they're like going into things that you wouldn't always go to in class and uh, like the practicing happiness, that's one. And then I know you uh, also teach a woman in the workplace that I would like to take eventually, but just being able to take classes like those, is really nice. Yeah. Like you said, smaller groups of people. Mm -hmm. Did you make some friends in the class and feel like you built community? Yes, I did. Yes. I think that's really important. That's Mm -hmm. one of the things I, after COVID, I was working really hard to offer that opportunity for students. Mm -hmm. It's not just about being in class and taking tests, but it's about feeling supported and, and like you're not alone. And so Mm -hmm. I appreciate you being so vulnerable to share about the mental health struggles Mm -hmm. that you've gone through. So we can kind of normalize the fact that um, that is a real thing and there's no stigma around it. What kinds of tips would you have for other students that may be experiencing anxiety or depression and they're a little nervous to reach out Mm -hmm. to get help? Because I know you said you have a therapist. Yes. Yes. So it is very nerve wracking to reach out and it's it's very scary it's a big step but I had been thinking about it for a while and I think I finally got to a place where I was vulnerable enough and I knew I needed help um whereas before I was like I can do it myself it's it's not that bad um but just being vulnerable enough with yourself to um to know that you you are not alone and you don't need to do this alone and there are uh, plenty of people who will help you through it. And I know NC State has the program with a few free therapy sessions. So I would definitely recommend that to people. Whether you're struggling with mental health or not, I think it's always very nice to just talk to someone. I agree with you. And we will link up in our show notes about mm-hmm. the the ways that students can get involved um, on our wellness campus, you know, where we mm-hmm. have the wellness.ncsu.edu and all of the therapy is available. There's college embedded yes. counselors and there's counselors that are um, on virtual, whatever mm-hmm. you prefer. Mm-hmm. So as far as your story goes, um, can you feel confident about sharing a little bit about it and where you are now in your in your mental health journey? Yeah, so I, I mean, I've always had a tough time like fitting in in that. And obviously, you know, um, I don't think middle school and high school is great for anybody, really. But it was uh, very difficult for me. And um it was very difficult for me to get through all of that. Um, now where I am, I'm still not in a perfect space, but looking back, I'm like, I couldn't even imagine being here um, like five, maybe even 10 years ago. It's it's crazy. So I think just knowing that you will get through it and to like talk to someone and open up. Thank you for sharing that, Mm -hmm. Cal. I mean, just from Mm -hmm. the standpoint of like, you know, none of us are done. We're all working on ourselves for our entire life as a human. Mm -hmm. And there are many struggles that are going to trigger us, but you've Mm -hmm. made so much progress. And I think that is really inspirational. Um, Also, just to admit that it's not over yet. Yes, still have a long way to go. (laughs) 
So one of the things you did was undergraduate research. Mm -hmm. I'd love to hear a little bit about that. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'm in meteorology and I know there's like an engineering career fair and a career fair for a lot of big, well-known majors that will have a lot of jobs and internships and that. But there was not much for um, my major as it is uh, much smaller. And I um, I really wanted to do something real with um, what I've been learning because, I mean, it's one thing to learn it in a classroom, but to actually, you know, put the knowledge to use is really helpful. And I wanted to do that even though I didn't know exactly how to go about getting an internship or something like that yet. And so just about a year ago, it was actually October, so a little less, but I reached out, I looked online in my department and I looked at what research was going on and I found a professor that was doing research that was really interesting to me. And I just emailed him asking if we could meet and just went from there. That takes so much courage to just do yeah. kind of like the cold call. And I I feel like a lot of people don't want to have a rejection or fear that yeah. they might fail. How did you just get up the nerve to do that? Do you see yourself as an extroverted person? Oh, not at all. I don't know how I, I, how I did it. <laughs> I think it took um, a lot of preparation. I think I reread the email like a billion times, but I knew that, well, especially for me, my major is really small. So even just getting my name out there and having this professor know who I was before I take a class of his, I knew that would be beneficial. And I, I just hit send. That's pretty much how I did it. (laughs) I think that's amazing. And a lot of times that, that seems so scary, but the worst Mm -hmm. possible thing is you get ghosted or the worst possible thing is you just email another person and this worked out for you. So what a success Mm -hmm. story. Can you share a little bit about what you have done in your research? And if you would recommend others try this kind of thing? Yeah, so I am currently writing an algorithm in Python that will detect um, a weather phenomenon called cold air damming. And it's really hard to forecast and not much is known about it, but it's very common in the Carolinas. So um, I'm working with my professor, Dr. Lackman, um, and writing this to detect it. And I actually, on Wednesday, I got to meet with the National Weather Service and show them what I've been working on and get their advice for things I can add to um, the algorithm. And it's actually really cool working about working with like AI and self-organizing maps, which is crazy that I'm able to do something like that. But yeah, it's really exciting. And I mean, I've, I know how to code, but it's never been my favorite thing to do, but just seeing something that I've written actually do something that's that's real and important is really cool. And so I would definitely recommend getting into research or just something, a hands-on application of something that you're learning. Congratulations. So mm-hmm. exciting that you got yes. to do that. And yeah, sometimes you think, oh, this is not my thing, but mm-hmm. you see it in the bigger picture and how it makes an impact on the the purpose you have maybe in your life and the contribution mm-hmm. you want to make career-wise. So how has this impacted you and your future goals? Where are you heading? Um, I, I don't know, actually. I my entire life, I've known that I've wanted to be a meteorologist, but past that, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, within it, there's a lot of different options. And I did realize that I don't really want to do broadcast. 
but now I have something like to work through. It's not a thesis, but I'm getting more research-based and it's really cool to have a research background because I have been thinking about doing research and becoming maybe a professor and, um, but also I've, for the past 10, 10 plus years, I've wanted to work at the National Hurricane Center because that's super cool. But to get there, you first have to work at the National Weather Service. So just being able to present there has been crazy. And I don't really know where I'm going to go after I graduate, but hopefully someplace cool. <laughs> I like the whole plan. And mm-hmm. even though the plan could change, because yes. you did say maybe longer term, you would hope that this would be a stepping stone to mm-hmm. where you want to be in the future. But I mean, most people that are their sophomore, junior year Mm -hmm. still don't have it figured out. And I think you're a perfect example of just try things, you know, just Mm -hmm. get out and try things. And even if you talk to people like a decade ahead of you in Mm -hmm. life and say, how'd you figure out what you were going to do and build a life you love? Honestly, Mm -hmm. like 95% of the people will say, oh, don't do what I did. I had no idea where I was going. (laughs) And it kind of makes you realize that's the norm. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is really the norm is no one has it figured out. No one knows what they're doing, but people get out and try things and they learn Mm -hmm. and it is a stepping stone to the next thing. So I am super excited to follow your journey. That is amazing. So Mm -hmm. undergraduate research, super easy. You just send an email, just go, (laughs) you know, type in meteorology, NC State, (laughs) all these cool people people come up mm-hmm. and they're real human beings. So what was yeah. that inter- what was the interview like? Uh was it with Dr. Lackman? Yes, it was. So I we just we set up a meeting and I just showed up at his office and we talked through a little I mean I sent him my resume in the original email and he asked me about me almost a little bit like a job interview where he asked questions but also asked what I'd be interested in working on. And I told him, I mean, I love severe weather. I don't know a meteorologist who doesn't. So something with a big impact is uh, really cool to me. And at the time we were looking at different things, maybe hurricanes and whatever, but um, uh, we ended up settling at uh, cold air damming. As I I started in uh, January, but I only interviewed in October. So during that time, we kind of changed our plans a little, but yeah, it was just, kind of like a job interview, but really also more about you and what you want to do. Because a lot of it, at least in my experience, is something that you can, you can create your own thing almost. So it's, it's like almost a two-sided interview. <laughs> For sure. They're, they're trying to see if you're a good fit and you're trying to decide, is this mm-hmm. what I want to do? And with that, you got picked. So we'll link up yes. to some tips on resumes mm-hmm. for students that haven't started that and interview tips because yeah, yes. any research project or internship is just a chance to have a conversation and brag mm-hmm. about yourself. So I am yeah. going to ask you, I'm going to ask you to brag about yourself. Why oh, do you no. think that you got picked? <laughs> well, I do have a, a lot of experience in coding and programming languages. And so I know that as much as I don't especially like it, um, at least in a classroom setting, it is um, like computer science and all of that online computer stuff is like really taking off now. And I knew that it's very much used in meteorology, which I was surprised by, but 
So I, um, I think that my uh, kind of computer science background really helped me. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to add one thing to that. I mm-hmm. also think it could be just your, how much you care about this work and the mm-hmm. passion you have and the excitement you have, because you can't train that. And I'm mm-hmm. sure that came out in the conversation. Yes. Yeah. It's, I don't always have that passion for uh, like schoolwork, even the classes that I do enjoy, but just doing something real with what I'm learning is really cool. Yeah. That's a really great conversation. And Mm -hmm. I want everyone to learn that what you did is what I call a high impact experience. You may have never heard that phrase before, but a high impact. Yeah, it's it's a high Mm -hmm. impact experience means that you're doing something meaningful that is helping you learn who you are Mm -hmm. and where you want to go next. And that can be inside the classroom and out. And Mm -hmm. we have a new uh, program at NC State funded by our provost and is called Mm -hmm. Packways for All. And so we'll also link up to that because it's going to help new students to our campus understand how to get involved in high impact experiences from study abroad to research to internships. Um, So thank you for for sharing that, Cal. Is there anything else you, I guess I know what I'll do. I'll ask your last question is going to be, what is your favorite Howling Cal flavor? Oh, I... Ooh, I have to go with the java bean. I'm a big coffee person, big caffeine person in general, to be honest. So um, that is an awesome one. And even mm-hmm. a follow-up question to that, again, for people that are new to the campus, mm-hmm. where is your favorite haunt to go to have the best cup of coffee Ooh. in the campus area? Well, I, on campus, I go to Jordan Cafe a lot because that is the building that most of my classes are in. Um, off campus, I, I know Cup of Joe has very strong coffee. So if you want something that will keep you up and keep you shaking, I would recommend uh, Cup of Joe. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, yeah. Cal Heafy. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yes, bye. It was a great being here. Thank you. Mm-hmm.